Welcome to this Perceptive Readers Podcast. Hi, I'm James Lynch. Welcome to this Perceptive Readers, everyone. My name is James, and we're continuing this special few days of spiritual thoughts during this remembrance of Jesus, Jesus Christ. And of course, uh, the wonderful things that he did for his disciples, the covenant that he instituted, along with also what he said he would do for the rest of the world. You know, these are just uh, conversation uh, pieces. And with that saying that these are conversation pieces, I'm going to share a couple of conversations. This perceptive readers right here will be along the length of time that it has been in times past. As you know, sometimes my perceptive readers uh, have been 15 minutes, 30 minutes, all the way up to 50 minutes. And when I do that, when I'm not rushed, I can thoroughly uh, explain things to you that have probably been on your mind about why I do or say things, even in a professional uh, way at times. This is very important because after we get through with this, I'm going to go on and relate the next um, several uh, perceptive readers still doing a special week that will deal with some encouraging things that Jesus had said or mentioned to give uh, the world comfort. So uh, since it'll be more along those lines, I want to handle up front though this very very serious uh, topic. Now it's serious and yet at the same time it doesn't mean it puts dread in you. No, no, no. It's serious because it's time for you perceptive readers, which many of you fully understand, but it's time for the other ones who even kind of, if I may I use the term waffle back and forth, depending on what one person say about this subject or the next. Well, with that being said, I'm going to state facts. I'm going to state what some of you may say is my opinion, which I still say my opinion on this is a fact and my mind will not change on this no matter what. And so at the same time, once you know what you're dealing with or who you're dealing with, then why continue to push the issue at times? Because what is that saying about the person pushing the issue? All right. Well, what is this subject? Well, First, let me tell you a conversation that has happened more than once with a man with experience. There's been times in this one man's life where someone had did something very, very, I mean, noteworthy and nice, just purely wonderful. Whether it was going to uh, use his physical strength to help somebody to actually giving out more monies than what you could say the average person would even comprehend would come to them. It would be almost like, why are you giving me this much to help me out this situation or help that situation out? And so when the persons would reply at times uh, um, back to them, oh, don't, don't worry about it. Just 
thank God, you see, that, that's what some persons like that have said, then at times, the person who had received such generous help or generous donation would even relate, but, but no, this is wonderful, you're wonderful, and all the person would say is thank you, and no, just thank God, and that was all to it, okay? So, some years later, though, see, you see how time has to go by sometimes. And you have to give the person, I got to say the word again, time to relate or come to you with this or that. Because sometimes if you push it, you may push it away forever. Okay? Uh, I'm not saying you, but I'm talking in general. Anybody does it. Well, sometime later, when this man was having a conversation with another man, and he just asked him, he said, you know, you do these things, and boy, you barely will allow a person to even thank you for it at, at times. And you know what the man had related to him? He had mentioned that when he was in a different circumstances of life, there were a couple of things that he battled with. And so rather than getting all right, and they did, they involved the ego, make no mistake about it. And so rather than getting all, you know, wrapped up in this and that, he just does his best to nip it in the bud so that he won't even be in circumstances that, you know, could actually uh, uh, bring that out in him again, because he knows, you know, what he is capable of, all right? But see, these things didn't come out to just anybody in general. It came out to this person in this private um, setting. And see, and it worked for him. So from that point on, even so, when that person did nice things for him, he just knew to just say, thank you, and no more, <laughs> you know, no more to it anymore uh, 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 for when that person did this or that. All right. Now keep that in mind and see how uh, he was able to find these things out and how this person just didn't want a loud um, uh, noise to be made about this or that. Okay. Well, there is a man. Oh, we're getting ready to get a little bit deep here now. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm going to use a word and it, it has to be said during this time. There is a man. And uh, this man has, uh, you know, he'll tell you he's a wizard. Okay, he's a wizard. And this uh, wizard, uh, let me tell you, he's a good-looking man. So once again, his 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 words, which are like butter anyway. I mean, he doesn't even need them. All you gotta do is just take one look at him, and you probably want to kiss him. You see, but the point is, he's a good looking man. He's a highly, highly intelligent man. We're not taking anything or let me speak for myself. I'm not taking anything away from this man at all. In fact, you know, I've known of this man, um, uh, uh, this wizard uh, for more for more than three or four years now, maybe even longer. But see, it. I wanted to just say, okay, I'm going to say concrete three or four years because of some other reasons behind it. I told you we're, we're getting deeper on this. So, with that being said, uh, 
you know what uh, the one of the first thoughts that came out my mind when I first uh, started observing uh, some of his conversations and, and things that he was saying? You know what? It went. It, this actually this came to my mind. I said, "Ooh, my father would love him." And see, and I wasn't talking about my spiritual father. Are you a podcaster or would like to be one? Hi, I'm James, and I would like to tell you how you can make this process smooth sailing for your podcast or one you would like to start. The website is called Anchor. That's anchor.fm. By going there, you will have the tools needed to get you off to a great start of podcasting. I, for myself, have been podcasting for over five years now. But notice the features that Anchor has for us. It is easy. With these creation tools, you can edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Yes, even on the fly from your phone, there is an app you can use to upload. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and even Google. You can also make money from your podcast. Some vendors or companies you may be using right now, they do have a minimum listenership. Well, with Anchor, by using them, you will actually be able to build your listenership with the distribution and the tools that they have and can also make some profit while you're at it. So it's everything you need to make a podcast to get started or to enhance your already listenership. You will appreciate Anchor. That's anchor.fm. I literally was talking about my physical father, the one that birthed me. And and I also would joke sometimes to myself, I said, I don't know. My own father might have just said, well, I'm going to adopt him. <laughs> anyway, that, that's a side note. So my whole point is, with all of these uh, qualities that this man, I want to emphasize, this wizard has, you see, is there any... Uh, jealousy or envy on my part towards him at all. Even I told you when I could just straight up admit when I said, oh yeah, my father would love him. No, it, it really isn't. So with that said, I want to assure you when I make a, um, I don't know what I want to call it, adjustment or a correction on something, I'm doing it all really towards a respect. Because sometimes uh, he's mentioning things along a certain lines, and I say, oh, he got it. And then he'll throw in two or three things, and I say, what you doing there, Mr. Wizard? You know, and, and I wonder that sometimes. So my point is, uh, uh, maybe, you know, he's not doing it on purpose or not. So here is the point. What are we going to talk about? See, remember, we're getting into Jesus, okay? You hear me, and you've heard me mention many times over the years. You have organization, you have understanding, you have uniformity, but you still also have individual individuality. You can see all of these instances of the way that God uses a person in different roles at certain um, times. You see, certain um, there's a time and place for everything. You see, you heard me mention that from Ecclesiastes. And so, yet, there are times where you can really see in this day and age where people sometimes frown upon 
even individuality, even when it is nothing wrong with the way that the person is exercising it. Seriously, seriously. And so uh, they talk about uniformity and unity in, in, in organization, but then the way that they describe it and implement it, they're describing a have mind. Uh, as I mentioned, the, uh, the, the man that I told you about, the wizard that I told you about all the time, he used the term collective. And see, and often the collective, what comes to mind to many of you perceptive readers who are Trekkies, the style Trekkies, the Borg does it not. See, no, organization, unity, things of that nature is not like the Borg, uh, that type of I have mind. No, it's not. All right. Now, let's get back to individuality. Uh, let's get back to uh, privacy, things of that nature. The other thing that persons uh, sometimes like to say is, well, what do you have to hide or what have you? And, you know, my first nippy uh, uh, comment back is sometimes, well, you know, it doesn't matter whether I have something to hide or not. <laughs> you see, the point is, this is not your place. This is not something that God has given you to do in this way because he has already stated, seriously, this is what he wants between the individual and himself. You see what I'm saying? All right. Now, am I making that up? Is that just a preference or what have you? Well, we're going to see something that Jesus said and when we see these things, I want you to keep in mind the account that I already told you about that one conversation on why one man did no matter what good things he did, why he uh, just wouldn't accept a lot of fanfare behind it, uh, why he didn't even want people to know about it. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and then let's talk about uh, the, the the thing about with uniformity uh, um and the thing about individuality, uh, how important all these things are. Are you ready? Okay. In Matthew chapter 6, and I have three translations up again. Uh, we have the King James Version. We have uh, the New International Version. And we have the New World Translation. Okay. And notice what Matthew chapter 6 Verse one says, and, and watch, you're not going to understand probably at first from the King James Version uh, what one word mean. But watch when I read it in another translation, you're going to say, ah, and yes, the essence is still there. The truth is still there. So in Matthew chapter six, verse one, it says, take heed that you do not your arms your arms, yes, before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your father, which is in heaven. In the New International Version, Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, it says, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them if you do. You will have no reward from your father in heaven. And in the New World Translation, it says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, take care not to practice your righteousness 
in front of men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you will have no reward with your father who is in the heavens. Now, let me ask you this question. If you are being observed all the time by persons, busybodies, or what have you, could you give a gift in private? Could you practice giving somebody to some, uh, something in private? That's just a question. Let, let me go on to another statement Jesus made where he said in verse um. Uh, five is very, whoo, is very um hard hitting for some. But notice what Jesus said in verse six of Matthew chapter six in the New International Version. He said, uh, "No, before I get there, let's go to Matthew chapter six. In verse three, he stated, "But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand." Know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So what does Jesus words mean to you here? Can you give in secret? If you happen to have. Uh, somebody always observing you, a busybody or something of that nature. Why did God say this? Wouldn't this be an individual thing between you and your heavenly father in secret? Okay. Let's see far further what Jesus said. In verse 6 of Matthew chapter 6 and this is still the New International Version he said but when you pray go into your room close the door and pray to your father who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you see in all of these instances did you see how Jesus talked about going into your private room. Uh, one of them said, even one the scripture said in the King James Version said, look, go into your closet. So all these things are saying, be by yourself, you see. Um, have some privacy, you see. And who was, him, who was it that told them to do that or to do or to us, to tell us that? It was Jesus, was it not? So, this is to continue to emphasize there is a time and place for everything. And when a person says that they need time to themselves, that they need privacy to themselves, it doesn't mean that they are unloving. Because remember, different people are made up in different ways. And we already noticed from science that when it comes to extroverts, often they can be around people all day long. But when it comes to introverts, they can't. Would Jesus look down on the introverts for being like that? You see, um, would he keep placing them or keeping them in a situation where their senses are always heightened? 
and giving out. See, that's literally what happens, you see. And so this is to show you that, again, there is a time for individuality. That's a fact. There's a time for uniformity. Uh, that's a fact in the role. But you know something? You will see from reading a good book, the Holy Bible, with all these men and women and prophets and things of the nature, that their most intimate conversations and deep thinking came when what? When they had the privacy and the space to actually just be by themselves or have their conversation with God. And then, of course, they shared it with others through their writings and things of that nature. But see, if they didn't have that space, nobody say that they couldn't um, create uh, these works. No, no, not, not that at all. Because remember, I keep saying again, there are different personalities. So if you may say, well, this servant of God was, um, you know, writing these things. And here it is. He had prison gods all around him. But you know what I say to that also? Just look at that person's personality. Look at that Bible writer personality. And you can almost say, oh, yeah, this person, man. I'm not going to say the person is totally an extrovert, but you know this person love people. Love people so much that I, that person probably could write an encyclopedia and talk to three other people all at the same time and not miss a beat. But then you have certain other Bible writers that... I don't think unless some type of special power or Holy Spirit totally was poured on them is in a way to change their makeup. Otherwise, uh, they, they wouldn't have been able to do it. <laughs> and you know, I mean, this is just, just my thought. I mean, I'm just speaking from experience as well. And so here is the point. There's you can still be unified in salt and you can be in agreement also with, with teachings and things of that nature you you be in agreement with those it still doesn't change the fact that just like a father to a child when that father spends special time with that child individually or what have you, that that special moment is between them two. And it doesn't mean that something is wrong otherwise. I've seen fathers at times have uh, more than four or five in a family member. Uh, um, and on different special days, he will give them each a different type of gift. You see, and so the children who were grateful for it, whatever gift they were, they weren't jealous of what the other gift was that this child may have received. Why? Because that loving father once again knew, look, I gave you also the best that goes according to you and what you want. You see, so that's the whole point. There's nothing wrong with organization, an honorable organization pursuing honorable works. There's nothing wrong with the individual, individuality, who once again appreciates their relationship with God, you see, and 
just sometimes just want to have private time without nobody knowing anything else. I tell you one more thing before closing. And if this man happens to hear this podcast, which I'm 99% sure that he, um, that he will hear it. And I admit at times he may think, has he lost his mind? Well, I reply like Paul, even they thought he was mad at times. And, and I still never said I'm totally sane. But the whole point is, I want to say something that he said, uh, now this was over how many years ago? The 20, hmm, 20 something years ago, what have you. But see, I still remember it clear as yesterday. He was talking about the relationship that he has with God and the relationship that he even has with his wife. Nobody would doubt at all that deep love that man has for his wife. See, when a man loves a woman like that again, they can be the most righteous, you know, person to wear would do right. But you mess with that man's wife. Even the most righteous man like him might have to go upside your head. Okay, that's my side thought. No, okay, that's my side thought. Okay, but seriously, I want to emphasize how much he loved his wife, how much he talked to his wife. And yet, you know what he said? He mentioned, he tell his wife, a lot. He tells his wife everything. But you know what he says? There are some things I don't even tell my wife. I only tell God. Now, is he not being in union or unity because he does that with his wife? Is he being, is he being selfish? Is he withholding beneficial information or anything of that nature? Just a thought. So, be in union, but we don't have a half mind. Have individuality, but don't be selfish. Be generous. Thank you for being here. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.